Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rolling. Okay, welcome back to the Men on the Internet show. Uh, Sam's not here today. <laughs> He's off. Um, actually being a good citizen and watching people's animals and homes and things. So, uh, be sorely missed. The rest of the team is here. Sunil, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, Kelby. How are you? I'm doing great. It's a nice shirt. Thank you. You know, I realize I can't eat anything without getting it on my shirt. You know what? That's why I wear a lot of black. Got mm. to keep that Tide pin in the pocket. <laughs> I, I've, like, been meaning to buy one. Yeah. Also, someone else is here. What's going on? Hello. How's everybody? Uh, wonderful. Um, have you guys ever tried... Uh, the ginger ale and Jameson spritzer uh, can. No. Is that I, new? How old is that? I, I found it in the fridge. I didn't purchase I didn't oh. purchase it. <laughs> I just <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. I found it in the fridge and, and it's like very smooth. Ah. Like, uh, but I woke up a little twisted. Really? Oh, yeah. Off of one? Um, two. Wow, ah. so strong. Yeah. yeah, it's strong and it's, it's like, the bu- it's like one bubble in it. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's because it was in the fridge. Was this so mixed long. with anything yeah. else, or those were the only two? I just drank it as a can. That was it. You were sober before. I was. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, that was intense. Uh, anyway, so this episode is sponsored by yeah, Jameson's yeah. ginger ale spritzer. That's right. Um, Cut the check. Hear me? <laughs> you heard? <laughs> yeah. So surprisingly enough, a lot of people didn't know that uh, Saturday was the three dollar day at AMC theaters across no the country. Mm-hmm. I've, I've yeah. I saw it online many, many times. I might have sent it to you, but maybe it was like in between a yeah, bunch of stuff. Um, so yeah, it was a day at the theater, which I'm happy about because it was so freaking hot outside. Yeah. It is wild hot right now. How packed was it? I'm. A, I'll explain it to you okay. like this. I saw. Uh, breaking and you know how this, the theater is like the front uh, middle divider and then the back yeah the whole back was f- pretty much full Whoa. okay so off of breaking the, so everybody was in the theater so. oh oh yeah like by the time i got there the butter machine didn't work uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know it was like straws, yeah you know, yeah it was like a wrap. food or was it just the movie tickets no, just the movie tickets. Okay. Yeah, but I went to a decent one where I bought food uh-huh. and it was not expensive at all. Mm, nice. Yeah, so I just it was a decent day at the theaters. Nice. nice. Yeah. So what'd you go see? So I wanted to watch three movies. I ended up watching two. I saw Breaking uh-huh. first. 
Um, do you guys know what that is? Nah. It's with it. is John Boyega. I didn't even Where he robs a bank, they call it a modern day Dog's Day Afternoon. Uh, yeah. Have you seen that movie? I've seen Dog's Day Afternoon. Okay, I've never seen it. If it's like that, I would want to watch it. Yeah, it's it's about a guy who um who like essentially robs a bank, but he's not really robbing it. Sort of, he's like upset about the VA, the um because they owe him money, so he's just like robbing the bank, but he's not really. And it's um it's just based on a true story. Yeah, in 2017. So I saw that. Didn't want to see it at all. Um, but ended up leaving the theater like, okay, that was pretty good. And then I saw Hunk for Jesus. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I thought that was like an HBO, straight to HBO movie. Man, that should have been straight to the back of a gum no, wrap. No. <laughs> that movie was Bruce. awful. No. That is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Is it a big budget film right now? I wouldn't call it big budget. Okay. Probably around the ten million dollar range, maybe. It was so bad. I, Who's in that one? Uh, it pains me to say. I know. It pains the me to dude say. Dude, is won a bunch of like an Emmy, didn't he? He probably did from for, for this, is us. this is us. Yeah. So it's uh, Sterling K. Brown mm-hmm. and Regina Hall. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those are some good names, man. Man, was that a rough one to watch. That movie is awful. It It's like about the church. Mm-hmm. And I mean, are you guys going to watch it? No. Okay, so <laughs> I'll explain to you. So it's about uh, the pastor of a church who okay. gets into a sex scandal. Yeesh. For everybody who's watching, sorry. Like, go 10 minutes spoiler alert, spoiler ahead. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. They will let you know. And so it turns out that he had some accusations. Okay. But then you find out a little bit later in the movie that they're not from women. Yeesh. Yeah. And so you're watching the movie. This isn't a Tyler Perry movie, is it? I think Tyler Perry would have made a better one. Because <laughs> this was awful. And it's like a documentary okay. about how they're like trying to bring the church back to its former glory. Okay. So on, on its head, the story is actually pretty good. But, like, how they made the movie, it just said, like, mockery and, like, I just did not like it at all. Too cheesy? It wasn't, it was, yes, it was cheesy, but it was just so, so, like, you know, y'all church people, like, the undertone is, like, y'all church people are trash type, you know, type of thing. Because they have the pastor singing Nuck If You Buck, and it's just, like, terrible. It's It's like the Soul Plane version of it. Um, what well, so I, I don't think the intention was it to be like super funny. Oh, I think it was supposed it was to be like, satire. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but like, oh man, and and I feel like when it comes to stories like that, you have to pick a lane, you know, like you have to because I, you know, that story, I think, just based off of the tidbit that you said right now, it's important because you mm-hmm. know, unfortunately. Stuff like that is going on, going on, and mm-hmm. especially when you wear the cloak of religion, there's mm-hmm. that that whole dichotomy there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you would hope that they would put a lot of effort to make sure that a movie like this is done well. Which right, it doesn't seem like it was based off of your opinion. No, and what's crazy is I saw the professional reviews, mm-hmm. and it got at like seventy four or something like that. But then the audience reviews was like a twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, why is it so different from the professional reviews to the audience reviews? So this is what I think I can I can probably unfold. I think the professional reviews are looking at it as like, what a brilliant satire against the church. Uh-huh. Because they're looking at it as like, 
the pastor is he's like wearing all these multicolored suits and he's like he's a gay dude uh-huh. but he doesn't want to admit it and so it just kind of shows the like the church people are not good type of thing you know and i think they're looking at it like that because there's this kind of like weird energy about the church being bad right. anyways so, so it's because it's woke. Yeah, woke, yeah. Woke. It's like somewhat woke, but it's like LGBT all the undertone. Yeah, yeah, woke, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like all of that put together. And then there's these like mockery of the. So he's like preaching and he's like, I'm going to save souls. But he's like, we need to make it a really good show, you know? And it's like as if it's fake. And he's like putting his hand on a little girl and she like falls and he's like, shut up. And all that. And it's just like, you're watching it and it just gives you like this nasty feeling in your belly button. It's just, I just like, I, couldn't, how, I did like, not like it. Um, traditional religious, you know, Christians are reacting to it. I think that's the bad reviews oh, because okay. I went and I read a lot of them and the people were like, this is such a mockery of the church. Like, yeah. why would you even make this movie? Right. Um, and I saw a lot of people saying, I want my $3 back. Cause I, <laughs> you know, I, what I just, was the reaction in the theater? Well, any laughs? Any? There was a, there's a couple laughs like here and there. Uh-huh. Um, but I did notice that a lot of them were teenagers. Oh, okay. That were just like out just at there. the movies because right. it only cost three dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, some people just ended up talking throughout a lot of the movie, and it just ends very weird. The audience didn't really like, like enjoy it so it was just like an odd odd experience um i i would never i would not recommend anybody watch that movie <laughs> it's tough agenda movies you know like i guess i guess for people who may like that agenda mm-hmm. go watch it because it yeah. probably fits what you were looking for from it but people who are against that agenda i'm, I'm sure would be like you know it was kind of funny because um <clears throat> when i was uh Right out of college, I was working with this guy who's a a staunch Catholic. Mm. And it was around the time that Passion of Christ came out. Mm. And obviously, Passion of Christ was, uh, you know, well uh, received, won Mm -hmm. a ton of awards, obviously Mel Gibson, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But I guess the way, I don't know too much about it because obviously I didn't grow up Christian or Catholic or whatever, but uh, Catholics looked at that. Or maybe not Passion of Christ, I'm sorry. It was... uh, it was not Passion of Christ. Passion of Christ did come out, but he liked that movie. It was um, the one with Tom Hanks and uh, Da Vinci Code. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. Da Vinci, that was against, like, the Catholic Church, right? Oh, okay. And so he was very, like, you know, anti that because it put the Catholic Church in a bad place and all mm-hmm, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, I guess for somebody who's un, like, attached to any of that, like, mm-hmm. just watching it for pure entertainment, I like the movie. Right. But if you have, like, passion about, you know, Catholic Church and all that kind of stuff, you probably hate that movie. So I wonder if that was, like... About, about. Yeah, you know, I, I think potentially I could decipher a good movie with a weird message. Uh-huh. But this was a bad movie with a weird message. Gotcha. You know? So it was just done. Yeah, I, I just really, I didn't like it. But here's a little stat for you guys. Um, the two movies that fared the best on $3 day, do you guys take a wild guess? There's two of them. I don't even know what's out, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Chris? Chris? It might surprise you. I'm trying to think of what is out. Is right it a now. kid's movie? Um, it's a f- two family friendly movies, but yeah, they, they're would, not made for kids. Out. What are they? It is uh, Top Gun Maverick. Still. Oh, oh, yeah. And... 
the last Spider-Man movie. Wow. Those yeah. Because it out? came out, they re-released They re-released the, it, uh, and, it and it like killed on $3 I a bet. day. Yeah. I bet. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I've, I've been watching, so I just purchased HBO Max. Ooh, I finally nice. succumbed and purchased that, and it's been... Mm-hmm. A great buy. By oh, the way. good. Okay. Yeah, that's some so, decent choices. Yeah, they have a lot movies. of and like even the some of my favorite shows are old shows from HBO, so I oh, get okay. to watch them every now and then. They just put out the new um, Game of Thrones like spinoff, oh, yeah. and then Prime. What is that put, one called? King of Rings, House no, of House, Dragons. House of oh, Dragons. Yeah, okay. That one is the on Prime. They Rings put the power. Lord of Ring, Lord of the Lord of the Rings um, spinoff. So they're like competing right now with their what Lord of the Rings spinoff. So it's called the Rings of Power. That's the one you're oh. talking about. That's on Prime. So but going. it's like similar, like Dragon Time period. Uh, well, no, Lord of the Rings is the one, the biggest trilogy of all time, right? And then Game of Thrones is one of the most popular television shows uh, of all time. So, so HBO's Game of Thrones, other. Lord of the Rings Prime got, I guess, uh, the rights to it. So they're doing the spinoff of Lord of the Rings wow. at the same time that the Game of Thrones spinoff is going on yeah. HBO. That's crazy. And they're doing it the way that you always recommended, where they're only doing one episode a week. It's That's not how like, it's supposed to be done. Yeah, I hate it. I'm just gonna wait. Of course, of course, <laughs> yeah. of course. But like business, right? Man, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm but now waiting. it's water cooler. You know, it's water cooler conversation. Yeah, again. exactly. That's fun. I think the so pe- people are. Oh, well, I guess that's how Game of Thrones was too. I just didn't watch it till like ten years after it actually. Uh, Game I of Thrones. Seen it. I never seen. I never saw it. Yeah, I watched it when it was all done. Maybe a few years after it was done. Is it as good as people say? I think so. I like it. Mm. I mean, but I watch. If for pure entertainment, you might be able to dissect it and be like, this is crazy. This doesn't make sense. You know, like mm, mm-hmm. you, you things that I enjoy for entertainment value, you look at it like this doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, I think I mean, I don't I think I personally enjoyed it. I obviously love Lord of the Rings as well. Mm. Um, so I'm pretty excited about it, but I probably won't watch it till the season's completely over. So I could uh, binge watch it the whole thing. Okay, I, I didn't but know I that. But I did watch a few that. movies. So Uncharted okay. on Netflix, I watched that movie. Did you get a chance to see it? I watched 30% of that movie. Really? You didn't like it? No, not at all. You, did you watch it? I couldn't. Why not? Because I looked at the trailer and I was like, this movie looks awful. Really? Yeah. So it's, it's based off a video game. Yeah. And mm. been, Sony's been doing game. that. Sony's been making video game movies. I think Sony. Because I did the... I did the did the Sonic movie maybe Paramount did the Sonic movie? Anyway, yeah, I don't know. They're doing that a lot Sonic of video game. Kind of fire. I kind of like the first one. Yeah, movie. that first one got fire. <laughs> but just the cast. So I love Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. love, I love Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. So mm-hmm. they're both in. Antonio's it. in it. Oh, he is. Antonio Benedetti. Oh, yeah, sick. he's in it. Um, there's a fine black woman in it too. I don't know her name. I looked her up, but I forgot it. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, um, I you know like I don't know the storyline of of. Uncharted, I've never played the game or anything like that. But for me, for just straight entertainment purposes, I never got bored. I never, like, it was yeah, just, nice. I, I liked it. I think Tom Holland, you know, is funny and super athletic. So I like his style of acting and stuff like that. And it was cool. There was a, Dude, little, was it a good little, story. Yeah, there was twists. There was like, um, you know, it wasn't like just chronological. So they did like little things here and there. And uh, yeah, at the end, you know, it was pretty cool. Interesting. Uh, maybe I'll watch it one of these days. I do like Mark uh, Mark Wahlberg when he's like, "What do you What do you think we're gonna do?" He's not like that in this movie. What? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. That I'm not gonna. So watch. I heard the story was they wanted Mark Wahlberg to be the main dude, 
in oh. Uncharted. But he's like, I'm too old for this. I don't want to be jumping around and all this stuff. <laughs> There's an old guy character in this movie. Let me do that. And then let some other young kid do all this stuff. Yeah. Wow. So then they got Tom Holland to do it, and he played the old guy character, where he didn't have to do all that much. Are they, like, in the whole movie together? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. I did start watching that movie that you told me about, The um, Harder They Fall. Dude. Man, it's so hard for me to finish it. It's really? It's so long. It's not, I mean, it's not super long. It's so long, and it's, like, kind of boring. It's not all that boring. What are you talking about, dude? You don't like westerns like that, or what? Not really. Uh, okay. Wait, how do they fall? Is it's the black western? How? What? I don't know what it was, but That's I like, I'm like kept falling. Asleep. Are we watching the same dude, movie? That movie was amazing. It was I, so good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and watch it when I have like 100 percent energy. But yeah. it is very much a western like that. So if you're yeah. not into that kind of thing, then maybe. But I just thought it was. It just Elba. The Come acting on, was. It just Elba just let me down in Beast. Oh well, okay. I saw Beast. He should, he'll. Redeem his his role in okay. that movie. Okay, it's like a great combination of action plus humor plus yeah, just like fun. Mm. The guy from uh, what's his name, Miro and the Dying Girl, um, the black kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's probably one of the best roles in that movie. Really, I've right. watched over an hour of it. Yeah, and I just couldn't finish it. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't just know how couldn't. long it is. But. Talking about beautiful black women, there's a black woman who's in both uh, hunker safe. Goodness. Go ahead. Hunk for Jesus and Breaking. Her name is Nicole Bahari. She found to Google it. Yeah, she found Google it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say this and then she's gonna hear it. Oh no. Oh, uh, I'm so oh, sorry, sorry. If you're married. But you're just gorgeous. even if she's more married, yeah. you're just giving her a compliment. Just admiration. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. yeah I, like, I like your acting. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to get to know you. Uh, <laughs> we should get lunch. <laughs> yeah. Nicole. Bahari. Bahari. She's so pretty. Did yeah. she give you some, uh, what's her name, vibes? Who? Wait, I must have. There's too many people coming up on this. But, okay, I spelled it wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Angela yeah. IE? Yes. Yes. She's in both the movies. She looked really, really good in Breaking. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Man, I like that. Let's find out if she married. Yeah, okay, find out. out for me. I have to watch Breaking now. The other movie I watched that uh -huh. just came out was, or it just came out on. Oh. oh. Uh. Somebody that she was in a show with or co star. Is she married to? Why, dude? Ah. Uh, I think get they're dead. Out of here. Who's okay? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. She married to <laughs> Michael married to Fassbender. Oh, oh, she's married no to way. Fassbender? Ain't no way. She's married to Michael Fassbender? Oh, I guess married. I didn't look at their relationship. <gasps> really? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I support that. I support ah, it. I support okay, it. Okay. You ever seen that movie? The where... Irish Fellow. Wow. That's crazy. Is Michael oh. Bender in that, uh, Michael Fassbender in that movie where he has a sex addiction? Addiction? Do you know that movie? I'll find it. They Go were ahead. in Lipstick. Oh, no. Lipstick Alley. Yeah, they were in a show or a movie or together. And they Michael Fassbender. Wow. Um, the other movie I saw was Elvis. I saw Elvis. I couldn't get through it. Oh yes. Okay, we have a similar opinion. Yeah. Tell me why. So I so the the trailer for Elvis, I was really excited to watch this movie because they did really well with the trailer, I felt like. Yes. Plus I it did seem like they were gonna show kind of the history of and like some of the controversial stuff about Elvis. Yep. Um, like how he stole the music from, you know, the black community and yep. you know, some of his, you know, not so nice things. And then all the drama with his uh manager and all mm -hmm, that kind of mm -hmm. stuff but it was just so 
I was lost just from the jump. Mm -hmm. Like you're just going all over the place. It mm -hmm. wasn't very like, and I'm okay with like the flashbacks and all this kind of stuff, but you have to tie it together yep. properly. And I feel like there was scenes missing. Yes. <laughs> that like yes. could tie things together for me. And um, sometimes I thought this dude was playing Elvis. Well, I don't think he could dance as good as like, yeah, he was just like, yeah, I'm like, uh -huh. yo, like it, this wasn't really like the, I don't know. I just thought, like, I mean, the face and the hair look fine, yeah, but fine. I thought the dance moves weren't weird. That. He seemed a lot more feminine than I imagined. Like, yes, I agree with that. Actually, be you I know? agree with and that. And so, I don't know. And then I, I, I wasn't that impressed with Tom Hanks in this movie. Yep. I was just like, I don't know. I don't think he brought too much to the character. Did you feel like it was all a montage? I don't know if I understand montage. So a montage is like, <laughs> like. They're trying to tell a big chunk of the story in one scene, so it's like music. Yeah, they're throwing a bunch of like fast stuff together, so you can kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, it I know then, what you're talking about. Yeah, like one of those musical type, like just everything. Yeah, everything's coming yeah. at you. Like that's how I felt watching the movie. I was yeah. like, it's a montage from beginning to end. I just mm. thought they could have done it so much better because there were parts to it that was like spot on. Yeah, that yeah. was like okay, this is very interesting about mm -hmm. where he got the music from. I didn't know that stuff about his childhood. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff was really, really interesting. Yeah. It was just done so poorly, I felt like. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I like, had a time watching it. Does it end better? I haven't gotten to that. You didn't end. even get to any? No, no, um, no. no it's, it's the same. <laughs> it's the same. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's the same. That that movie is a little rough. You know, it, it could have been really, really good if they just made it a regular movie. Yeah. But they tried to make it this, like, Half the movie is in slow mo, and it's like he's so cool, but he also has like lipstick on. It looks yeah. like or something. It just was like not working that well. Right. So I definitely understand the critique. Elvis could have been better. I don't think it was absolutely horrible, but it was like mm. I expected more. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Did you go to the theaters and watch it? No, I watched it on HBO. Okay, then you didn't waste any money. <laughs> uh, well, actually, Alexander, who's the guy we were just talking about? Fastbender. Fastbender. He's married. Oh, maybe it was an old relationship. Then. Oh, man. I hope so. Anyways. <laughs> what was the movie you're talking about with Fastbender? Okay. It was um, either Hunger or there was this movie. I think it's I think it's Hunger. It's a movie about. Oh, yeah. This was back in 2012. Oh, okay. awesome. I love that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's Hunger because there was like, there's a movie that Michael Fastbender walks around naked oh, and yeah. he got that. Thing, and so <laughs> you know, it was like that's what it was an indie movie, but it uh, made the okay, movie okay. like a little bit more popular because he's playing a guy who has a sex addiction. Uh, but I'm just not 100% sure if it's Michael Fassbender or if it's another guy who looks exactly like Michael Fassbender. So there's that. Um, okay, so you saw Elvis, you saw Uncharted. Uncharted, okay, what did you see? I watched the first. 30 40 minutes of Uncharted, and then I watched immediately after The Lost City with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. Okay, I didn't see that one. Uh, that was really good in that it didn't take itself seriously at all. It good. knew it was a, a dumb joke. movie, yep. it was just all jokes. Good, Brad Pitt makes a cool cameo. It was good. That's it. That's it. It's a great movie. Did you see Bullet Train? No, both I didn't Bullet get to Train. see Bullet Train. Bullet Train is another one that's just like somewhere in the middle. I heard good things about it. Yeah, I, I can believe people say good things about Bullet Train just because it's like pretty looking. 
and it has a good amount of action sequences. But the actual story, I just was like, eh. mm. it, it's like interesting to look at on the screen. But like, as is my brain processing like what you're trying to do? Right, Not really. Right, right, right. And then I saw Beast also. Beast was trash. Yeah. Well, I mean, you saw it? No, but the story seemed pretty straightforward. I, I think stranded in the jungle or the plains. I just think they had bad characters. Like the characters were not good. They'll make dumb decisions and stuff like that. Yeah, they just say dumb things. Like they'll be like, "All right, everybody, be quiet." The lion is like two inches away, and then the kids start yelling. Didn't we just say to be quiet? Yeah. Like I would punch you. What did I just <laughs> say? <laughs> you, know, like, you know, so it was like the characters had no common sense. So yeah. that's the reason why I didn't love it. Eh, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, that's okay. Well, either way, we saw a lot of movies, so yeah. that's good. I always like watching movies. Um, anything else that y'all saw? All oh, right, well, let's get into something sad. Oh, no. Go ahead. You want to start? Well, first. Okay. Tiffany Haddish. Oof. And Aries Spears. Aries Spears. They're saying that Lizzo dug up some footage of Aries Spears and... Lizzo did this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you blaming people I'm just kidding, y'all. I'm just kidding. Well, it's because last week Aries Spears, Spears was going in front of Lizzo. Oh, okay. that rumor, my guy. <laughs> You heard it here first. Oh man, on the internet podcast. No, 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 no. Lizzo. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. Lizzo, Lizzo. be coming after people. I don't need that. I'm just kidding, Lizzo. I I thought it was retaliation at first. I was like, dang, she her team took three weeks. Or, I mean, three days just to find that video. Nope. Uh, so they're accused of mulling and molesting children or a child. A child. Yeah. I don't know if it was family or a friend, family friend. I don't know what it was, but I see. So I watched the video, a video. Well, then a video comes out about a skit that they did that. I don't know if part of it or just doesn't look good mm-hmm. with these type allegations. of allegations. So. Yeah. So in this video, um, Ari Spears plays a, a pedophile or at least somebody who is definitely eyeing children. Yes, and and then in it, um, the child of the mother is Tiffany Haddish. She keeps like dropping off to go to work, and he keeps making like funny ish faces. I guess all the while, where R. Kelly, my mind's telling me no, but my body's telling me yes. Exactly, exactly. So who is a known pedophile? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a little bit rough. So what do you guys think is gonna happen? Well, first, let me just say I did watch this clip. I couldn't find it unedited because that's like usually youtube don't give a fuck like mm-hmm. youtube mm. content creators they're gonna post like people that are gonna rip this video and put it on like unedited just because the clicks the views and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. i haven't found a content creator that is posting up this video that isn't heavily editing it mm. and even unedited I got to watch your live response to it mm-hmm. i watched it obviously by myself and i was like this there's no humor in this Mm -hmm. and there's this is i don't understand the thought process of why they made this skit Hmm. and so that that to me and like i'm all about free speech do whatever 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 Hmm. with these allegations this skit doesn't help i don't Hmm. know and like i said we don't know all of the details i don't know if this skit is part of the allegations but this skit you would question how somebody's mind could go to this skit and mm. think that it would be funny. It's very awkward. I didn't laugh once. 
I'm like, it's more shock and awe than humor to me. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the lawyer is saying, this is all a money grab. But when you see a video like this, where they're like totally okay with doing the stuff to kids on camera, it just makes you think like, do we have to believe all women again still? Or should we should we throw people away immediately? Or well, Tiffany Hash has come out. What's she say? So she, I think, just came out today, or at least I saw it today, that um, she came out and she said that the skit was aimed to be funny. Looking back, there's nothing funny about it. It's not a joke. I would love to give you all of my side of the story, but an active um, investigation is going on, so we can't speak about it right now. But, you know truth will come out kind of along those lines of paraphrasing hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price Got your happy price, price line. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. All the comments underneath was, I didn't hear an apology. Oh. You know, so like... Well, what if she apologizes, then she she confirms that she did it. Right. So well, her, at least apologize about the skit. About the, the skit. Is, oh. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? She's not saying, I regret doing this skit. She just said, looking back, it's not funny, all that kind of stuff. But there isn't like I regret doing this skit type of thing. Do you know where she posted it? Um, I saw it. I think it might have been on the shade room or something like that. Okay, here we go. Tiffany Haddish. Her statement says, "I know. Um, I know people have a bunch of questions. I get it. I'm right there with you. Unfortunately, because there's an ongoing legal case, there's very little that I can say right now. But clearly, while this sketch was intended to be comedic, it." wasn't funny at all and i deeply regret having uh having agreed to act in it i really look forward to being able to share a lot more about this situation as soon as i can well i guess she regrets acting in it Mm -hmm. but i don't know the fact that like mm -hmm. so here's here's my thing i don't think that you should throw away necessarily anybody without you know Whatever. They think it's funny. Maybe some people found it funny. I can't. It, humor is subjective, right? Mm-hmm. It's not objective. Mm-hmm. Um, some things that I find funny, other people aren't going to find funny, right? However, it is very, very, very weird that you could read this. To me, if somebody handed me this script and I'm looking at it and I'm like, bro, where's the funny in here? Mm-hmm. I would feel super uncomfortable doing this. I wouldn't even want to be associated with something so just like mm-hmm. like there was no no jokes mm-hmm. it was literally just you know and maybe they edited out the joke who knows i mm-hmm. don't know because like i said it was heavily edited what i got to see mm-hmm. but it's just Aerie spears making creepy faces looking at a half naked child 
Mm. And, you know, even a sh- uh, the bath scene, he's mm-hmm. getting in the tub, with, you know, and the whole thing is playing R. Kelly in the background. My mind's telling me no, but my body's telling me yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what R. Kelly's situation was back then. Like, obviously, this was done a long time ago. It wasn't what we think of R. Kelly now, but I'm sure the Aaliyah thing came out by, at that point, you know what I mean? Or like all that kind of stuff. So <sighs> it's just really, really interesting choice of, you know, comedic actor whatever inspiration artist inspiration or whatever it is rough to hear this and see this especially because it's so surprising like it just came out of nowhere like huh what huh and the fact that there's an investigation there's this skit and all this stuff and prayers to everybody involved yeah i mean it's just how sick is Hollywood? That's what I kind of understand. Like, is there not any just good person? Like, <laughs> there just, is Steve Carell. Yeah, I mean, there, and there's a lot, right? We only no, get to it. hear about the negative ones, but just Steve Carell. Um, but it's just, it, it's just constantly another story about this. And look, just because there's allegations doesn't mean it's true, right? Mm. We know that you're innocent until proven guilty. You know all that kind of stuff. Mm. I'm just going off of this skit. This skit was definitely a bad choice. This skit was not funny, mm-hmm. and I'm not here trying to cancel Tiffany Haddish or Aries Spears because both of them have done a lot of funny stuff. And what's funny, what's crazy about this, do you know what Tiffany Haddish hosts? So this allegation, this skit coming up with... You know, that's a big, what is that, CBS or ABC? One of those. It's one of the big networks. I think it's CBS. Like, she's literally, you know, and so, who knows, right? You would think that CBS did all of their background and all that kind of stuff when it comes to picking a host for right, this. Right. You would hope so, but clearly they skipped this whole thing, you know, and it, and it didn't come out till now. She's been doing that for quite some time, so, Mm-mm-mm. I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, I I... Man, they always say you have to like go above and beyond to to stand up uh, uh, away from the pack, but this kind of stuff is just like it makes you kind of feel real weird, yeah. You know, because it's like I don't know how I can continue supporting you when I know this exists. But at the same time, that's that age old argument of like, do you support the art or the artist? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, and like I said, we can't sit here and judge her. Not just because it's an accusation, right? Let's let's let the whole story play out. Mm-hmm. The worst thing we could do is rush to judgment, but it's definitely going to affect her career. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think she'll be working on kids say the darnest thing anymore, right? Right? Because um, they sure will start saying some darn things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at least the parents will be saying some darn <laughs> thing. My kid ain't going up there. Right, so I don't even right. have a kid, but um, Not you know, and know and and it's tough. I think it's tough for Aries Spirit because. The only way he's making the news is negative things, like whatever he said about Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Like he's been pretty controversial, mm-hmm. uh, you know, doing a lot of lad TV type stuff and mm-hmm. whatnot. For this to come, you know, it's like it's, nobody's checking for Ari Spears because of his humor anymore, unfortunately. So you think he's washed up? I don't know if he's washed up. I just think that like he hasn't evolved his game. Mm-hmm. He's still the same dude going off of the, uh, you know, his rap like. Being able to do the um, what's it called impersonations, impersonations and stuff like uh-huh. that. Like, what do you bring into the game? Like, what else are you are you talking about? And, and I think that you know he, 
he kind of sounds like the hater now like he's mm. com- coming after people hating on this person and i think whenever it like gets to that point he's probably telling you that he doesn't have it anymore i haven't seen a, an aries spears thing in a long time i've seen so it was like comedy thing yeah yeah i yeah. saw the denzel one I saw like his one or two viral ones, yeah. but yeah. I ain't seen anything from him in a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And it just so happens that the moment Shade Room covers him, it's like, oh yeah, we got some allegations against you. Right. It's like, hey man, I hope I, I hope nobody's traumatized from this. Situation. I didn't even know these two were that close. I never even knew that they knew each other. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, so. I guess not. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a cold world out there. <laughs> okay that wasn't the right one okay. <laughs> i'm good yeah okay yeah uh let's try something happier go right. ahead go ahead this little, might be a little help well this might be happy so um there's a new law in the state of california anybody know about that yeah there's a, you do go ahead wait, tell there's me. a new law there's a new law there's always a new law in california so it reads The state legislator passed a law on Tuesday requiring all employers in the state of California to post salary ranges for open positions. It also would require companies with more than 100 employees to report pay scales by gender, race, and ethnicity. All right. How does that make you feel? So... California obviously is super liberal, right? It's, you know, pretty left. And I could understand the, um, I could understand maybe the purpose of this law because, you know, if you have this belief and there, it is true in certain organizations that, uh, women make less than men or, you know, a certain ethnicity makes more than another ethnicity and all this kind of stuff. Being able to shine a light on that will definitely uh, make companies change behaviors or at least like, you know, force them to like uh, force them to be true to who they are, like at least be transparent about it, which I think is what the goal of this this loss is mm-hmm. to put pressure on people that may be using bad um bad like faith when it comes to salaries and whatnot mm-hmm. to force them to at least be shown in the light and maybe change their ways or at least deal with the pressure once that all comes out there. However, I don't think your ethnicity dictates. Like, I also think that choices are made when it comes to worth and value to a company that is outside of ethnicity. Like, I would say most companies are paying people based off of their value to them. Mm-hmm. One and two, what they're capable of, of paying. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't have any gender ethnicity tied to it. That's mm-hmm. all about qualifications. And what I, I think that numbers and data can be used in any way mm-hmm. to prove a point because it's about how much context you actually put in it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, the whole wage gap between men, women and men. Mm-hmm. If you just take the numbers at face value, what you know, people that believe that there's a big wage gap or whatever, just because women are like 
there's people that genuinely believe if you know you're hiring at your company and we both put in applications with the bait with the bait with the same qualifications and all that kind of stuff you as an employer are going to pay me uh a dollar and the woman's going to make 70 cents to the dollar that you pay me mm-hmm. just because she has a vagina and i have a penis right mm-hmm. that's not when you but when you actually put context and nuance into it you realize that it has more to do with the types of jobs mm-hmm. um that are being taken um you know uh obviously like with m- maternity leave and things like that are all calculated in that and it, it it has more to do with like how like the positions and the qualifications and how usually men are working longer hours because they're not necessarily take they have a, a wife that's taking care of the kids and stuff like that. so there's a lot of different factors that led to that gap right mm-hmm. I feel like the same type of thing can happen here when it's going to show maybe in Asians make a certain amount, whites make a certain amount, you know, African-Americans make a certain amount, Hispanics make a certain amount. And it's just going to be, look, it's racial when they're not going to put the context of, well, um, maybe these Indians, most Indians are higher educated. They're doctors, software engineers, things like that. Um, Maybe the Hispanics that are, majority of the work field might not be as educated or taking more certain types of jobs and stuff like that mm-hmm. versus it being like what does a hispanic make in the same type of job as an indian in that same type of job right mm-hmm. are, how similar are those salaries like that's where i think it could lead to mm-hmm. versus um versus what i think the what i think is trying to be done by this law okay what do you think a month ago, uh-huh. or less than, the state of California said that, and stick with me, they said that by 2030, you can only drive, if you're going to purchase a new vehicle, you can only drive what? Electric cars. Electric cars. Okay. How does that match with this? Well, I think the government tells you what you're supposed to experience experience and people cheer it on. Mm-hmm. Right. So you can only drive electric cars if you want to buy a new car. Now the government's telling us what kind of cars we can buy. Then they're going to say, Hey, you're an account manager. You're an account manager. We may not take into account that you've been an account manager for three years, five years, 10 years. And this is a person who just came out of college with no experience. You both have to get paid the same. Do you kind of see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Absolutely. Does that make sense at all? Well, what if they delineate? I'm sure, they, and I'm sure they will in this mm-hmm. case. This is entry level fee based, mm-hmm. not fee, uh, salary. Mm-hmm. And then this is after X amount of years, salary, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, per racial group. Now, of course, like Sunil said, what they're intending to do with this and what actually might come out of it is totally different. But yeah, I, I don't necessarily think it's an all the way bad thing. But there are a lot of different pieces to the puzzle as to why certain people make less in the same job. It could be there's one job that has the same title, but their clientele list is more demanding than Mm -hmm. the other one. There's so many small nuances that this one appearing good thing can actually turn into a bad thing because you're going to say, well, the Indian guy makes a hundred grand. The Latino guy makes a hundred grand. I need to make a hundred grand. But what if you're not 
valued at a hundred grand to the company. Right. Because now they have to post so much information for it to make sense. This guy makes a hundred grand because he brings the company 500 grand on average. This guy pay, gets paid 90 grand because he brings the company 450,000 on average. So it's just kind of like that delinear, delineation of the information. It is very, it's a slippery slope right. only because we don't know how much information they're going to give us. They're only there. Imagine if it's just a scale, the blacks, the blacks in this position position get paid 75 K the whites in this position get paid 75 K that's even right. No, it's not because what if you can go in and prove, Hey, the blacks are actually working harder or maybe they have more tasks or, you know, whatever. So then it's like, well, why don't you give them a raise? You know, why don't you give them a race? Oh, well, we can't because now we have to give everybody a race. Right. So it's like it depends truly on how much information they're willing to give out. I think it's going to be base pay. I don't think it's, it, it might be average, but I think it's smarter to just do base pay. What does and that it'll mean? fluctuate. Like starting at this position, you're going to get paid X amount of salary. Now, that doesn't include if you work harder. That doesn't include if you make more on commission or whatever it is. No, but I think, Chris, what, what they're saying is they have to be transparent with... I'll fix your stand, by the way. Yeah, they Sorry. have to be transparent with what they're paying right now. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so if you're like, applying for the job. Because let's say, like, none of us really right now are going to get an, a junior-level entry position right, anywhere. Right, right. So... Let's say right now in this day and age, you're applying for a job to be account representative at Blank Company, and it's not the starting salary of entry level, but you don't have any experience at that company or whatever, but you can get like a senior role. So how do you showcase that this person who has been at the company for five years and has a senior role is just as valuable as you who's who has to like train and Da, 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 and all that stuff just to catch up to what this other person how do you showcase that you right, know right. it's also very difficult to say because typically when you start a new job you're in a new field you have the information to do a good job but you just don't have enough information about that company to do a good enough job for like exactly right. so you're really truthfully getting paid to train for six months to a year right before you actually become an efficient member of that corporation mm -hmm. so uh, so I can understand a company saying we're going to pay you this at first and in a year we'll evaluate where you are and you can get a seven to 12 percent raise. Mm -hmm. But are they going to put that information out there? Are they going to say these people started off at X or not? Yeah, You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like there's like little nuances that can make this go really, really well or it could be kind of detrimental. I also think that just the overall thought process on what they're trying to accomplish is so like at the end of the day, they're trying to build more um, equality. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But then what people always um, mess up with equality is equity. Mm -hmm. Right. So those mm -hmm. two things mean very different things. Mm -hmm. Equity is where everybody's getting exactly the same. Equality is where everybody's given the same opportunities, right? Mm -hmm. And um, equality, I'm all for. Equity, I'm not for because not everybody has the same type of work ethic. Not everybody has the same type of value. Not everybody has the same type of um, work um, as just like skill set, mm -hmm. right? And the overall thought process of how you raise the floor, mm -hmm. right? So some people think you raise the floor 
by lowering the ceiling. Mm. Right. And what I mean by that is you see this thought process of how we can get billionaires to not make as much. How do we get mm. no right here? Like if this person's making more, how do we get it all equal? Well, mm. it's much easier to lower somebody's salary than to raise somebody's salary mm. for a company. Right. Because it's, you know, usually companies are working at a certain type of margin where, you know, the 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 thing that's most expensive, the most expensive um, cost for any business is its staff, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. you, you know, that's something that every single week you have to pay, mm-hmm. regardless of value, well regardless of productivity, yeah. all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I think a lot of people don't understand. And this whole thought process of we can raise the floor by lowering the ceiling, I don't think that's the way you do it. Mm-hmm. You raise the floor by making the ceiling unlimited mm-hmm. because raising t- rising tides lifts all boats right mm-hmm. so if a company has the opportunity to go from 1 million dollars let's say to 10 million dollars i think the thought process is that company will just keep the profits and keep everybody making the same amount of money mm-hmm. that could be true but that company won't be a very profitable and um you know productive company that long because at the end of the day the employees are going to be like well why am i not you know making you know the, as much money if mm-hmm. you, if companies don't know they're going to give raises it, it uh, most good companies are going to realize that a happy productive employee staff is what's going to keep them making more and more money so mm-hmm. how do you do that you incentivize people you give them more money and all this kind of stuff so I, I just think there's that this thought process of lowering the ceiling to um, raise the floor is just the wrong way of looking at things. Mm-hmm. Well, on that same subject of equity, equality, did you hear about what Bank of America is doing? No. Okay, I'll read it to you. Bank of America's new home loan program lets borrowers buy homes in select cities with 0% down and no closing cost for black and brown people. Cool. How does that make you feel? What do you mean no closing cost? So all the extra fees the extra that usually fees come stuff? with cost, with closing? Mm-hmm. With the 0% down is huge. You want me to keep on reading? Sure. Yeah. Okay. It says Bank of America is launching a new market mortgage uh, product that would life, allow first time home buyers to purchase a home with no down payment, no mortgage insurance and zero closing costs in an effort to close the racial home ownership gap. The community affordable loan solution will launch its markets with predominantly black and Hispanic neighborhoods, including Charlotte, Dallas, Detroit, Los Angeles, and Miami, and may later expand to other cities. It will not require a minimum credit score and will instead uh, consider other factors for eligibility. Wow. Well, they said black and brown neighborhoods. They just mean low-income neighborhoods, right? You, I <laughs> mean, well, I don't that's know what that means. Know if, yeah. Well, there's plenty of poverty in my yeah. uh, You could probably say so. You That's could probably connect the probably two. Probably their intention. Yeah. Because if you go around saying just black and brown neighborhoods, then, you know, a white person's going to be like, well, how come they get mm-hmm. the discount, no closing costs, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Last time something like this happened, mm-hmm. the whole market crashed. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. You, you familiar? I seen the movie. So, I seen the movie. Uh-huh. So I mean, once again, um, I understand the idea, and I think it's coming from a good. Pl- I don't know if it's coming from a good place, but yeah, it, it's it could be a good thing. Clearly, Bank of America is putting this out there so that they could get people's bank accounts and people's loans and all this kind of stuff. Right. Sure. Right. One of you know, I do think there's some predatory things when it comes to home ownership. I do think it's ridiculously expensive to own a home right now, mm-hmm. and it's not just for people in poverty. It's for middle class. Like to buy a house out here, you're thinking about it in the mm-hmm. next few years. Mm-hmm. I've given up because of how much money you have to save to buy anything decent mm-hmm. in, in in here. It's like I'd rather just rent something really nice and spend my money on vacations and stuff mm. like that than trying to save up a hundred two hundred thousand to be able to yeah. buy like something that's worth anything here mm-hmm. however there is a reason why there's a qualification process tell me more and the reason for that like when you're a mortgage is it it's a cost like you have to pay that and obviously like you know, homes are probably valued higher than they should be valued. Like it's homes are way more expensive than they probably need to be right now. But at the end of the day, like if you can't pay that, pay your mortgage each month, mm. um, and then pe- loans default and all of these types of things happen, it's a big risk underlying for the whole nation because of how this the financial industry works and it's very complicated and i'm not the right person to explain it go watch um the big short the big short and see what happened last time they cdo of a cdo yeah (laughs) last time it became extremely easy to purchase homes when they weren't checking credit when they weren't checking income when they weren't Mm -hmm. checking all these types i just think about the uh the two guys that were talking the two real estate guys that said it were ninja loans no income no job uh, no credit score. No credit no, score. No, nothing. No, nothing. Right. They just leave it blank on the application. Right. So I mean, I'm sure there's. Uh, hopefully, obviously, I would think there'd be some restrictions as far as how much these loans are for. Right. It's mm-hmm. probably not unlimited loans like those other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Jumbo loans. Yeah. It's uh-huh. probably not going to be the best interest rates. Uh-huh. Right. It's. Uh-huh. It's probably going to be. Um, it's probably going to be. Hopefully, there's some safeguards so it doesn't just take all you know take all of out take all risk out of it kind of thing yeah um but at the end of the day this could be a good thing like i said and uh i wish they wouldn't make it about ethnicity i wish they would have made it about income level because i think that that could what's it called um incorporate just anybody Mm. right because black and brown like minorities aren't the only people struggling Mm. in this country right i feel like you know there's a lot of poor white people too that could probably benefit from uh you know these type of loans to be able to get a part of the american dream and all this kind of stuff Mm. um and there's a lot of black people that are doing really really well that probably don't need you know this type of help that could earn it on their own right but now it makes it easier for them to get something and you know, take advantage of this, right? Mm. Which is what happens, right? There's going to be people that learn how to scam the system, be able to take advantage of it. Um, and something that started out with good intentions, right? What do they say? The the, the path to hell is, you know, paved, paved with in good, good intentions. intentions. So once again, starting from a good place, I think 
I think this there's some genuine value to it. I would question whether or not it's going to be implemented properly. I'll say this. Boy, these companies think that we are going to cheer them on as they shoot us in the head. <laughs> Isn't it great to die? Isn't it? Yeah. The thing about this is if we had a problem with predatory student owns. Yeah. Wouldn't you have a problem with predatory home loans? You think so? Doesn't that sound kind of crazy to you that I can pull out? Oh, I don't know. Four, five, six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars for nothing. Yeah. Doesn't that sound a little weird? Hmm. You know, there's such thing as buying too much house. And when they say you buy too much house, it means you have too little money. Right. And finance is something that a sixth grader can learn. So let's just do the math together because we live in Los Angeles. Right. So if we want to buy a decent house, let's call it 600,000. Well, let's 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 give Bank of America the bell because they did pick certain cities where sure, expensive cities. No, it's not, right? Charlotte isn't as expensive. Detroit isn't as expensive. Um Miami was the only place that I heard place that I heard on there that I was like, "Okay, houses are expensive." Miami and LA LA was on that list? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, LA's on the list. I didn't know that. Sorry. I I, I tuned out for that part. So let's say in LA. Already sold yeah. by that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to go buy me a house. I am around, baby. Yeah, I'm going to go get tan just to make sure. Nah, you good. <laughs> like Mindy Kaling's brother. <laughs> Did you hear that story? Um, let's say they say you could take out this $800,000 loan. Right. Don't worry about it. We're not going to check anything to see if you don't have any money or whatever. These companies can give you the loan. You pay on it for, I don't know, let's call it a year before you're completely bankrupt and you have nothing else to give these companies. They take your home away from you and then they just go sell it for a profit. Right. Hmm. Well, the goal would be don't overextend yourself. Like this could be, this is, could be a, a tool that could really benefit people. Like I'm looking at this and being like, if I could qualify based right. off of my ethnicity, this Whoa. would be something that would be, yeah, I don't know if I fall into black. Or black yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? I know. This might be, who knows what they're going to be. Like this would be something that would be very valuable for me because the only thing that's holding me back from purchasing is the down payment, the, uh, the amount of down payment that I, that I'd have to do. Understandable. But let's go back to the numbers. Let's say you want to get a $600,000 loan. Right. And then you get a 30-year mortgage. Right. Would you even be able to pay the monthly amount? So it depends on what that would be, right? So what I'm saying is like for how – what I'm saying is if I do the math to where I could, right? Because okay. I'm, not, I'm not somebody who's would fall – under in poverty or you know the amount of money i make is way more than the average person average household all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. so for me it might make Big sense money. right uh -huh. no, i'm just saying like i don't want to like put myself in in the same so for me like i'm coming from it like you know if the mortgage was similar to what i'm paying in rent or what i would pay in rent because rent's pretty high out here too right mm -hmm. if it's something where i could afford well that would make sense because i would have to pay that anyways to rent out here in LA, but 
the only thing that would be holding the only reason why I am renting is because I don't have two hundred thousand to save up to mm-hmm. purchase the six hundred, seven hundred, eight hundred thousand dollar home, right? But the thing is, that's what you're talking about. The in the the down payment has to be healthy enough for you to control your financial future. Could be. It will be because the thing is, if they give you a loan with zero percent interest, mm-hmm. you don't have to put anything down. What type of mortgage will you have to get? Um, a thirty year. Yeah. You don't see how that is how they will make the most amount of money from just having you drag on this bill. They got to mitigate be, the risk. But then you know, it, it, like like I said. It's about how you play it, right? So if you're somebody who purchases this, like, are they going to put limits to you have to live in the home that you purchase? Are they going to put limits to... Um, can it be an investment property? It investment well, it property, says a first-time home buyer. Yeah, so, so but that doesn't necessarily mean mm-hmm. it can't be an investment property, right? Mm-hmm. It can't be something that's rented out. What if I go out and I purchase a, a multi... Uh, multi-family mm-hmm. home like a duplex or something like that mm-hmm. i'm renting out one side i'm living in one side maybe that's something that that makes sense for me like like i said it could be utilized in, in different ways it also absolutely i could see businesses finding a brown face <laughs> and and going in putting it into their name and be putting, real close you know to the camera. like you know this is gonna happen right? saying, anytime there's an opportunity there will be people trying to maximize off of the opportunity right? absolutely so absolutely and and for that matter bank of america is looking at this as an opportunity and everything you're saying is absolutely true mm-hmm. they are looking at this guaranteed they're looking at this as good press so they're open like people will look at you know the negative uh when it comes to race about wells fargo Mm -hmm. hey i'm gonna take my account like wells fargo's doing all this i'm gonna take my account from wells fargo go to bank of america because Mm -hmm. this is what they're doing right they support us yeah so Mm. this can help with that not only you know minorities but also you know like people that are like i want to work with a business that is wanting to do this maybe it gives them more money so they're they're trying to make money off that plus like you said, if they repossess the house, that's an asset for them that they could utilize for, for something else mm-hmm. to make double money off of it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of, you know, this is not just out of the goodness of the heart. Like no. Corporations don't just do things. Because they're just such nice people. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. It, it's just not how it works. Right. And I think that if we are going to play that game of predator, predatory loans, um, we have to think about this. We have to put it that into account because it's not just student loans. It's not just credit cards to kids and whatever. Like these companies are running laps around us because they think we're dumb. Right. They just think that we don't know anything. And ultimately, um, this is a win-win for us. We have and unfortunately, great- it's true, though. There is a large... That we're dumb? Pop- not dumb. That are ignorant <laughs> to finances. That don't think yeah. about things. Yeah. That- That's we see true. it all the time, man. Why do you think... like? Why do you think these you see people with really nice cars living in, you know, but can't pay their rent? Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like or, studios and one bedrooms. You yeah. Know? Like yep. you see people that all of their all of their money's on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the chains and the thing like, oh, I got my first check. I'm going to go out and buy new clothes and buy this and buy that. Yeah. But how much do you have saved? Nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like it's not dumb. It's also discipline. Right. Yeah. So like the, a large segment of the population has no f- um, financial discipline. Yeah. Um, and these companies are taking advantage of that. Of course. Mm-hmm. I'm not completely upset about that p- 
part that these companies found their niche market, but it's something that's so de- that could be so detrimental to your life. It's not a sne- it's not a pair of sneakers. It's a house, yeah. and it costs a lot of money. And whenever you lose your home, you c- you lose a lot of things that come along with that. Right. Your sense of stability, all of these things just play a factor. So they're playing with people's like ultimate uh, family. Tool tools that people are using to build their wealth for yeah. generation to generation. It's not something small, and that's why I think going to a smart. Yeah, but it could also be a chance. It could to build that too, yeah. right? So if you came mean, in with two hundred thousand, and you knew, okay, I don't have to put any down payments out. Maybe I would put the down payment out, but I'll take the no interest. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But who knows? Maybe they're looking at like, well, if you have that much money, maybe you don't qualify. Yeah, maybe you don't qualify. Yeah, so it's like, too. and yeah. it's also like, you know, what if I can't do this but it's like a family home so there's multiple incomes that are going to be able to help pay yeah you know you can literally build wealth through it because obviously wealth in america one of the biggest ways is through home ownership right mm-hmm. so it could definitely be used but it can't be it's not a get rich quick like Mm-mm. if people are looking at this like it's a get rich quick or like you know they're not coming into it understanding the risks mm-hmm. of it or what the responsibilities of it i guess you should say mm-hmm then yeah you you definitely and i don't know if really it's you could put it on bank of america you know you at that point they're giving the opportunity opportunity is just a chance what you do with that opportunity is ultimately on you mm-hmm. right and so should like on the on the other side right if they didn't do stuff like this because they're like well i don't think this community is smart enough to take advantage of this the right way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There'd be another like, oh, you think we're too dumb, you know? Like mm-hmm. what, like I said, hopefully this is tied in, and um, I guess it's how it's going to be implemented, right? Are these um, mortgage lenders are they going to fully educate the customer, or are mm-hmm. they just going to try to sell? Right. And hopefully they'll have some kind of like, you know, responsibility amongst them to to do that, and hopefully people don't look at this, they they research it before they just do it. You know what I mean? I hope so. I hope so. All right, y'all. That's our show for today. Please uh, leave us a really good review or uh, like and subscribe to our page on YouTube. Um, if you have any questions or anything that you want us to talk about, go ahead and reach out to us on Twitter. It is MOI underscore podcast. Underscore that sounds podcast. right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Okay. MOI underscore podcast. And if you can't find us on Twitter, find us on Instagram at MOI podcast. We'll speak to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.